Hey. 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 <clears throat> Robert. What? Do you believe in ghosts? Um, in what way? Uh, I mean, I'm not saying like necessarily like a ghost that um is like haunting your family or anything like I. You know, like to, I guess like, I, did, I didn't think that deep into it. I just wanted like any ghost of any kind. Like it could literally just be ghost of not the mean kind, the nice kind, the spiritual kind. The, yeah, yeah, like Casper, or it could be like the Conjuring ghost, or it could be the kind that um, just looks over you in a kind way. You know, yeah, like I, yeah, right. Um, you know, Gage, that's a really good question. Um, no. Okay. Good. Great. Listen, we, <laughs> this was literally 15 minutes ago before we got on the podcast. I okay. walked into my bathroom downstairs and it smells like somebody took a huge shit in there <gasps> and nobody has shit in there today. Even like nobody has used that bathroom for anything but a number one. And it was I Mr. walked in there Hanky. to pee, bro. It smells horrible in there and like okay so like my first thought is like all right i'm gonna pour a little water down that you know that there's a shower down there and yeah. we don't ever use that shower Pete so I pour some water down yep. there you know in case that trap's empty you know i'm gonna have to go check it after this or maybe we'll go check it mid podcast it smells horrible like it it, it 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 you know how you smell after a night of eating cheese dip hey, yeah that's what my sure. bathroom <laughs> smells like <laughs> Yeah, sure, man. <laughs> and like, I walked in there and I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, cat, come in here and smell this. And it just smells horrible. So maybe it here at like the Hanky, 30 minute dude. mark, I'll go downstairs and see if it still smells. See it if that water in, in, in the trap did anything. But I personally think that it was a ghost of somebody who used to live here. Either that or the person who lives below me absolutely just ruined their bathroom and it went up. You know, heat rises, so it probably just came up through the floors. Did the original owner of your condo pass away? Yes, on the toilet. What? No. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, you buy a place that was built in the 80s or whatever, somebody's probably died in here, right? It was Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this place was worth the money. Yeah. No wonder why you had to pay so much for that place, you know? That's it. That'd be crazy. So, anyway. Hey, actually. That's my intro. This stems my next question. We talk about a lot of crazy things on this podcast and things that you would buy and not buy for certain dollar amounts. Gage, how much would you spend to purchase the toilet that Elvis Presley passed away on? So, you see, my thing is, like, I, I would be buying that not as a fan. I would be buying that as an investment opportunity. I'm going to hold on to that toilet for 10 years, deal with whatever ghosts come along with it, and then I'm going to sell it for more money. Because you and I both know somebody would pay big money for that toilet. I'd be terrified. I would never use it. That that's okay. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. How? You? Okay, so you 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 would buy it as an investment opportunity, mm -hmm. but how mm -hmm. much would you pay for it? 
Um, <laughs> there's, there's is no it like is gold? True. Is it made of gold? <laughs> no, what I does think, the toilet look like? I think it's just porcelain. Mm. <laughs> this is so funny. You're not I mean, a couple hundred this. thousand, probably, right? <laughs> if I had just like, if I won Powerball or something, yeah, I'd, I'd pay a couple hundred thousand for that. Okay, <laughs> you're not you're not gonna believe this then, but oh, this God. is really funny. According to this article, Taylor Swift buys toilet that Elvis Presley died on for two point seven million dollars at an auction. <laughs> no, come on, this can't be real. This is like the kind of thing you used to see at the like King Super's register while your mom was paying for groceries. Yeah, and the- you'd see those. Madhouse Magazine? Dude, you're going to get a virus on this site. (laughs) It's it's a joke. (laughs) It's a total joke. (laughs) What, did you just Google Elvis's toilet? Yeah, how much is the toilet? I think it's still in his mansion, isn't it? Elvis Presley passed away on is what I Googled. In the first article that shows up, though, Elvis Presley turd sold for $1.2 million. This is so stupid. The stuff you can find on the internet, man. Uh, Wait a minute. I'm going to Google, is Elvis's toilet still at Graceland? Because he died at his house, right? Um, Oh, okay. This is definitely a real website. Uh, I am on Showbiz Cheat Sheet. And uh, it says that uh, Graceland visitors can't visit the bathroom where Elvis Presley died. Oh, man. So, no. But the toilet is still there in Graceland. So, you But know. you can't visit it, but it's just sitting there doing nothing. And maybe it's something that's changed. Maybe we need to get my mom on this podcast sometime and ask, like, hey, when you saw Graceland, did you see the toilet? Oh, she's because I know my mom. I know my mom's been to Graceland. Here, let me. Should I text her? Yeah. Should I call her? Ooh, you could. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'll put it on speakerphone. Yeah. We'll yeah. see how this goes. Yeah. In the. Uh, in the meantime, while uh, we're going over that, this podcast is riddled with ridiculous things that we'll buy for if there's any new listeners out there so this is just a yet another ridiculous purchase seeing how much people would actually pay for it hello hey hey i have a question we're we're recording a podcast right now and we're talking about graceland in uh uh memphis Memphis? yeah you've been there right yeah twice can you see the toilet where Elvis died. Well, I'll be honest. When I went there, the first year you couldn't even get in. They okay. didn't even have tours. And the second year I went in, you could just tour the grounds. I'd never been inside Grace. Oh, okay. So I got to see where he was buried next to his mom and, you know, some of the horse barns. I can't remember what it was exactly. Walked the grounds. But I don't believe, I don't remember being inside because he they hadn't started any of that. He's buried on the property? 
But yeah, he's been on the property there with his mom and dad. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's oh, kind of weird. I do remember that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that was just sort of weird. I mean, I mean, if you look yeah. at where that house is now, <laughs> it's not in a good part of Memphis. <laughs> Huh. All right, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, we were, we were just talking about still in the house. Well, yeah, we were talking about it's a if long story. My bathroom toilet. smells really bad for some reason and we think it's a ghost, not really, but um, <laughs> you know. So then we were talking about Elvis and how much the toilet would be worth and then we're like, "Oh, I wonder if you could see the toilet." And then I was like, "Oh, my mom's been there." So that, that's why we buy called the you. toilet. How much is yeah. the toilet worth? Yeah, I don't know if they would have the bathroom. You know, I do know when you give the toilet, you can go through the jungle room. And then he was really known for the jungle room. Have what? you heard of that? No. No. Oh, yeah. Look up Elvis from the jungle room. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Are you All sure right, I want to Google that. this? He, he was really into velvet and crashing the jungle room was, I think, down in the basement or something. And I don't know why they why they called it, but I just huh. like, oh, crushed velvet everywhere. And I don't know if they had, like, their recording sessions down in there, some of this stuff. This but, is a great um, room. No, I didn't get to see the toilet he died on. Huh. I don't know if they would have that part of the tour. That'd be sort of creepy. Well, this we're, we're reading a, a website here now. It says that you can't go in the bathroom where he died. It's off limits to fans. Oh. Um, but yeah, so you can't see that. <laughs> but family but members. It says, it says you can see the living room, bedroom, uh, and then you can see the kitchen, TV room, pool room, and jungle room. See? Told ya. Yeah. Told ya. Yeah. Elvis, Elvis is known for the jungle room, and I don't know really why, but, I mean, so basically you can tour the house, but you can't tour where he died, it sounds like. Huh, okay, interesting. Yeah. The jungle so, no, room was a mobile inside. recording studio. The grounds, and he's there, and his mom is there. You know, he was had a very, very strong attachment to his mother. Yeah, right. Um, and then I think his dad, Vernon, is there also. Huh. But, uh, I, I, I kind of think, I think... I think his dad was still alive when he died. When did he die? In 77? 77, yeah. Yeah, August 16th or 18th? Uh, pff, I don't know. It yeah, wasn't... Day, uh, either the day, I think it's the day before my birthday. He died. I remember that. I remember when Elvis died. It was a big, big deal. <laughs> well, sure. He wasn't that old. <laughs> no, I think it was like, I don't know how old it was. 42? No, he wasn't really so... But, um, yeah, no, so I haven't seen the Jungle Road. Maybe we need to make a road trip sometime. And I'm not, I have no desire to go. Well, <laughs> I, I'd go to Memphis to see that that uh, Bass Pro Shops, but that's about all I want to do in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah when that when they, he bought that place, and when he bought it, it was way out in the country. Oh, and, and then, then it just grew in around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember around it, the streets, it was sort of like... Not as bad as Colfax, but you got the feeling like, yeah, we're not staying anywhere near where the mansion is. <laughs> it's like Casa the Bonita. <laughs> it's the Casa Bonita <laughs> of Memphis. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> and we have a huge brick wall that went all around the property. I don't know how many. It's like five acres or ten acres. It's big. And that wall was, I cannot tell you, covered. I mean, covered was writing because when he died people went there and they wrote on the wall like we love you all oh okay and so we would walk the wall and read everything that some people wrote the first time we and they didn't there. they didn't clean it off into it hmm? they didn't clean the wall off no that that point not and when i so i went he died i went in 78 i believe oh so okay was, you know i went there a year right afterwards so i don't think they they did and when i went back in 79 i think it was still there hmm 
Hmm. And maybe they thought, well, we'll wait because I want to clean it all off, and then they just rewrite on it. So huh. I have no idea if it's still there or not. Interesting. Well, we might have to go down there and check it out sometime. To see Bass Pro Shop <laughs> and then Elvis. <laughs> well, we really have nothing else to do because I can't say Elvis is one of my Memphis is one of my top cities to visit. Yeah, no, not really interested no. either. No. But you know, I'll take a picture look at the jungle route, but obviously you can't see his toilet. Yeah, that's a bummer. Okay, last question, really quick. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Well, She's yeah. thinking long well, and hard. I, I, I guess I believe that there can be spirits left behind. Okay. So I don't know if that's ghosts. Can the say, spirits take dumps? Yeah. Can but do I you think, think can a ghost or a spirit haunt a bathroom and, and poop there and take a dump? No. Okay. I don't think that. Okay. Problem solved. I so it, Elvis I, didn't I, take a dump in Gage's bathroom. Can haunt it, but I don't think they can physically defecate in the toilet. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they, they don't. Maybe you're not going to find just like a rogue turd in your toilet, but maybe just the smell of like, you know, just like a really uh, bad night after chili or, or, or after your colonoscopy prep or something like that. I don't know. Rogue yeah, turd. I, like I, I do think they 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 move within the world. I mean, if you believe in angels, they're a type of spirit. I don't know. I just think that <laughs> I don't ever want to dismiss that. So, yeah, okay. I think it's in the realm that they can go in there, take apart, and close the door. <laughs> Why do they say the toilet stink? No, so my bathroom downstairs smells like a big poop for some reason, and we can't figure out why. <laughs> No, no, nobody's used it like that today. We, I, I went in there to pee before we got on the podcast. This is the whole story. And then I walked in there and it just smells horrible. So, And that's how we somehow got on the topic of Elvis, and that's why we called you. Okay, so do you run the water down the shower and stuff that, that I get used regularly? That's what we were just talking about. I did that before I came on here. We, I poured a bunch okay. of water down it. Well, I actually, like they say, you should just run it. For mm. like a minute or two, like I yeah, but I, then I got it. Then, then then I got to clean the shower. I'll just pour water down the yeah. drain. Pour the water down. Yeah, I yeah. I know. Sometimes they say smell can come out of it like a dry drain, but I yeah. don't know if has that. Has, I mean, I don't know how often like the toilet. And, I would think the toilet and the sink might get used pretty regularly, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it's coming from anything, it's going to be that shower. But anyway, that was pretty much it. Did you put your Did you put your nose down by the drain and sniff? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I would totally do that. Get on your hands and knees, put your nose on there, go. Ah, oh, there's the origin of the bad smell. <laughs> I can smell. Oh, uh, there's Elvis. No, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Maybe Elvis is making his bathroom still stink, and that's why they can't. Uh, they can't uh, open it up for people. Strong possibility. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you uh, answering our phone call here. You, you, you saw. Yeah. No problem. Have a good night. Right. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was fantastic. Did you look up the Jungle Room? I'm gonna Google it real quick. <laughs> yeah, I did. <coughs> it was his uh, recording studio, his at-home recording studio. Uh, oh. Um. So he he used it's to have a creepy looking a mobile one, and then that turned into the uh, just the at-home one, so he could just record at-home stuff. Huh. And then send it to the record label. You know? Yep. It by looks, horseback. 
it looks like something out of the 70s i'm not gonna lie the green shag carpet is a nice touch you know maybe next episode we might need to call my grandma although that would take up probably two hours but she has a really good ghost story Mm. yeah so yeah i don't know if people like ghost stories that'd be a good one yeah haven't uh I've I only have one ghost story. I'm gonna just we'll we'll save the story uh, for next time. I'll have to write this down to uh, share it. But um, this is something we should have talked about before Halloween. I know that's where it's like <laughs> I don't what we're doing now. But um, yeah, my my dad had a a pretty good ghost encounter um, with after my uh, uncle passed away, and he passed away literally two weeks before i was born really it's yeah it's it's kind of a uh i won't go into the details it's kind of a gruesome Damn it. Uh, passing it, it's not uh podcast appropriate but since we're trying to s- s- apparently stay more pg now but uh basically my dad had to go clean up his place or whatever and just clean out stuff from the his uh he lived in a trailer clean out the trailer and his belongings and whatever else and um he said it was like the creepiest experience of his life because he would like walk by um this hallway where my uncle had um eventually had passed away at and he said that like this one spot in the entire trailer it was like middle of summer or sorry not middle of summer but like middle of fall still kind of warm for the most part but um, it was pretty warm out, and he said that this one spot in the trailer, dude, was just, like, incredibly cold every time he passed by it. So he basically, and he said that the trailer is very, like, quiet, but, like, eerie, and things would kind of, like, creak and move and sounded like someone else was in the trailer with him, and then he'd walk by this one spot, and it was super cold, and he said he literally just grabbed everything he could, basically, and, like, got out. Yeah, uh... I kind of want to hear this story from your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Did he talk about it out on the golf course? <clears throat> oh, yeah. He loves telling the story. He'll talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I'll ask him next time we're yeah. out there. Next yeah, time. Yeah, my, my grandma's story isn't quite like that. Hers is, um, they lived in like, I think it was Odessa, Texas. And every night, and I'll ask her, I'm going to see her tomorrow or Friday. I'll, I'll ask her and, and get a little more of a, a rundown or maybe I'll record part of it because my grandma can talk for like hours on end. So I don't know if I really want to, you know, bring her on here. But her Just story is that snippet. like she, yeah, she would like every night at this house they were in, they were renting it. And my grandpa worked for the old Frontier Airlines. He would fly planes. She would be at home alone a lot at night with my dad, who was like one or two at the time. The I think she said the garage door would open. Some She would hear footsteps walk in, walk down the hallway, open the bedroom door and close the bedroom door. Yeah. And it happened every night at the same time. And that's what she says, and, and whether or not that's true or yeah. whatever, you know. But all in your head. Um, and it's like one of those stories. I remember her <clears> telling me that when I was a kid, and I just remember being like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. Now you and now sleep. I'm just sort of like, "Wait, I need to hear this story again." <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's creepy as could be, man. So, uh, ghost stories. Maybe next time. Great intro. Creepiest uh, ghost story you can you can. Uh, 
find whether it's via yeah. internet somebody know whatever so um all right gaming update gage are you ready i'm ready are you ready bro? my mom's texting me no, she says she i wasn't on your podcast dot 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 right and i was like well yeah kind of <laughs> you were congratulations you're on the podcast mom we didn't disclose her name or anything where she lives just her experience yeah, no she's good um, all right, Diablo 4 Season 3, Gage. There's a lot of details that came out. Um, BlizzCon happened the other day, and they exp- they talked about Diablo 4 Season 3, some new things that are coming to the game, some new content. They're adding the leaderboards, um, some new in-game events that are going to happen. Um, and one thing about Diablo Man is that it just seems to be this constant release of information that just never stops and once they kind of open up the floodgates and they release that season three is coming out in january people just start asking a boatload of questions they generally start talking about the new patch updates everything that they're going to change things that they want to improve and i think as of right now man it's very promising because diablo 4 season 2 has actually treated people really well um people have enjoyed it thoroughly and in the midst and in the middle of season two of Diablo, they have released just two days ago um, these brand new items called malignant, uh, the malignant rings or malignant. They're basically um, rings that have um, attributes or powers that came from season one that people either enjoyed or just they used a lot of. So they're reintroducing them into season two just a couple days ago as a permanent part of the game. And then a lot of people have been frustrated with Diablo 4 that there hasn't been enough endgame content. So they are, for the rest of Season 2 and for Season 3, just focusing on nothing but adding more endgame content. And one of the things that a lot of the uh, hardcore gamers have complained about in the past is that you get to level 100 in the game, and then there's like nothing to do. And even the journey to level 100 is kind of painful. So their biggest focuses are um, adding more content for the levels between 70 and 100. And there's going to be a whole new section of the game in which I don't know in Diablo 3 if you ever got this far, Gage. But they had what were called greater rifts in Diablo 3, which is kind of an end game content ordeal in Diablo 3. They're adding something very similar like this to Diablo 4 where you're going to have, it's almost like waves of enemies that you can go and tackle. And the entry level to this is being able to defeat enemies that are level 155, so 55 levels above you. And you will be rewarded as you continue to do these things and enter into harder and harder levels. But it's... Not, I guess, in in reality, you could potentially do this at a lower level if you just have a really, really solid build. You could maybe knock one of these things out at level 85, but in all reality, though, this thing is built around, essentially, once you hit level 100, this is your goal, is to play through levels like 1 through, I think it's 25. And if you get through all 25 levels, you're also going to get some special glyphs that you can insert into your Paragon board that from what people are saying and looking at are just like beyond overpowered like it's kind of just the end-all be-all of the game of just like 
once you reach this level, man, there's nothing. Yeah, and it's it's not going to be easy to get to this level. But it gives those people that enjoyed their characters that they played up to 100 a little bit more to do, a little more to experience. Once they're at that point, instead of just creating a new character and doing it again. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So um, that is very exciting. And then on top of this, they also released the new Diablo 4 DLC that they're going to release next year. Very controversial. A lot of people are saying, yeah, it's cool. We're glad that you released it and all this stuff or told us about it. But it'd be great if you would just like kind of finish the game first because it's still very unbalanced and Diablo 4 feels very unfinished. So (laughs) before working on a DLC. Yeah, like for you to convince me to spend another $60 on an expansion on an incomplete game, man, you're going to have to kind of finish the game first, I think, because you've kind of disappointed a lot of people. Um, the developers kind of were like, at first, they are like, yeah, we're listening, we're listening. We're going to make all these changes, but we feel like we know better, and we're going to go ahead and still just kind of like nerf and tune the game to what we feel like is best. And it pissed a lot of people off, because we just want to be heard, and they just people wanted to just like enjoy the game for what they felt it should be. And that's what happened in Season 2. The developers, I think, finally knocked it off. They started listening to the public and the community. They started just doing whatever it was that the community was really saying. Like, dude, add a gem bag. We're tired of this shit. Do this, 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 and this. Helltides are boring. Whispers are pointless. They'd made all these upgrades. They made it where it was almost covered, like, call it 90% of what the community wanted. And now all of a sudden, people are loving Season 2. It's, uh... Nice. Some of the highest um, play ratings that they've had since the game pretty much was released. So, because so now you were obviously <clears throat> playing it before we got on here. Yeah. Right. Yep. You like it? I love it. It's so much better. Yeah. 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 I nice. can say it. It is a huge improvement, man, from when the game first released, just like what six months ago to now. Yeah, June. Not yeah. even six months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it was like end of June, so, um, but it's kind of one of those things, though, man. I've been much more lighthearted in this whole thing, and just accepting the game for what it was, knowing that it was going to evolve over time, not really being mad about it, but I can say the updates that they made to this season, I'm having a lot more fun with it now than I was five months ago, four months ago, and I'm finding myself sitting at work, like, thinking about wanting to go home and play it, which that was not <laughs> necessarily always the case when it first came out. Yeah. So, so now you say that, are you... um, With City Skylines 2, are you burnt out on Skylines 2 and now you're back into Diablo, or are you kind no. of playing them both at the same time, or...? I if I could play them at the same time I would, but that is a that that would my computer would probably explode. <laughs> so, uh, City Skylines Two is already melting computers all over the place. I don't think I could add Diablo Four on top of it. You know, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I so this is not to get off topic of Diablo, but from all the gameplay and stuff I've seen of City Skylines, yeah, which want to play just i don't know having a time or whatever but it doesn't look 
that good to me. And maybe it's because I'm used to SimCity right now and kind of that more, you know, non-realistic, you know, design of SimCity versus what Skylines looks like and what I don't know what Skylines 2 really looks like. But every time I like I watch a video from somebody that I like, I'm just sort of like, huh, doesn't uh, look that great. Yeah. Would, would, would I mean, overall, do you think it looks good or no? Yeah, it Mixed. does. Um, okay. No, I, I think I it mean, looks we, really we good. We looked at it some last episode when we were recording. I know you showed me some of the elevation stuff. Yeah, I think the game looks really good, man. Um, the beauty of the game is in the finer details, really. Um, I would say that they probably still have some things to kind of tweak when it comes to some of those like far zoomed out shots. Um, the game still looks amazing, though. But they're in this first one, they did not have as many details as they do in the second one. Believe it or not, dude, like two of the issues, we kind of briefed on this the last episode, but one of the issues that they had that, and they made this fix in a patch that was released, I think, um, on, it was either Saturday or Sunday over the weekend. And part of the problem with the game was that it was trying to render everything all at once. And rather than prioritizing it. So this new patch is prioritizing what to render first and what to render second, third, whatever, and what's the least um, important. And part of the problem with this game, dude, is that every individual sim in your city has their own haircut, their own hairstyle, their own teeth, their own, like, everything. So the game is trying to literally load 40,000 sets of teeth times you know whatever however many teeth they put in those mouth i mean it's probably all one rendering but (laughs) you know it's not like 32 times forty thousand or whatever but i mean it's like right you know it's whatever um the game was trying to render all that plus haircuts all while trying to also load this like 70 story building with like individual light bulbs turned on and all the couches inside of it. And it just could not do that. So <laughs> they had to like prioritize it, prioritize it. Like, sure. If you're zoomed out, you don't need to render the teeth of the people that are like 200 meters away and don't try and render that couch either. That's out there. So um, since they did that, man, the performance of the game has been really smooth. The game looks great, in my opinion. Um, but I would say, though, Gage, you probably, just from what you saw in me streaming it on Discord, I would definitely say come over and, and take a look at it before uh, um, making kind of a, a final, yeah. you know, resolution on that. And Yeah, and, and I'll be fair. I mean, or to be honest, I should say, I part of the reason why I haven't bought it or played it yet is just because like whatever I see is like people talking about, again, performance issues and how it's not optimized and just in that kind of stuff. And, and it's like I just I don't think my little computer could handle it right now. So I'm just going to give it a little bit and let it kind of work out some of those kinks and then I'm going to start playing it. And I know it's going to happen probably like when I get back from our trip to Florida I know I'm not going to have much going on, and I'm just going to be like, oh, Itching. I could build a big city right now. <laughs> just come over to my house. You can play it on my computer for a little bit. It's you true. Know? When you're at work, I'll just be hanging out in your basement. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine. It's all good to me. And then you're going to come home and walk into your bathroom and think you have a ghost. 
<laughs> God damn it, Gage, were you eating burritos again and drinking Son green dragon sauce? Son of a bitch. <laughs> By the way, have you your keyboard's just gonna be all greasy? Grease. Oh yeah. It's covered in green dragon sauce. Oh yeah. Have you uh have you been still buying drinking green dragon sauce or was that a uh yeah, one, we're, one so and we, done? We're on to our um because we had I gave you two bottles, right? Yes. You got two bottles. I got two bottles. And my my dad got two bottles. Yeah. We're on the second bottle now. Okay. And we're maybe that far down. We just opened it not that long ago. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Just kind of toss it on mac and cheese or whatever I'm cooking for dinner, and it's like, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Crazy part is that it's nothing but vegetables and stuff. If you look at the nutrients on the back, man, it's like zero calories and it's literally just a bunch of like peppers and veggies and lettuce vinegar. and vinegar. And yeah, it's crazy. Right? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it makes a good hot sauce, right? So yep. no, I, <clears throat> I like it a lot. Yeah. Of course I like hot sauce. Just hot sauce in general mm. is good. Yeah. But I'm not like, I'm not a big I know there's like quite a following of like big hot sauces that like burn your asshole off and that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I'm not sure. into that kind of stuff, you know? I want to enjoy it and then not feel the repercussions too much later. <laughs> Dude. If you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just depends on the day, you know? It, it yeah. needs to be a really delicious hot sauce in order for me to want it, even if I know it's going to hurt me later. For instance, Ghost Mac from the Rockyard in Castle Rock. Uh, right. Dude, it's you go there. If you when we will go there, Gage, here in the next like, you know, when you're super bored and you have a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> to come have lunch with me. <laughs> we go down there. We order it, dude. And like almost Every person that works there, waiter or waitress, every single time I order it, the waiter or waitress will be like, ooh, good choice, good choice. I order that every day. And I'm just like, like I see these people get it, man. Everyone just <laughs> downs this stuff, even though we're all in pain later. Nobody cares. It's just too delicious to pass up. Nothing wrong with that, right? No. Not at all. So... Um, okay. Next topic, Gage. Guess what's right around the corner? Christmas. New Ooh. Year's. Valentine's Day. Close. Oh, yeah. St. Yep, Day. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day, right around the corner. Right? That's, that's, I'm, I'm getting ready already. I've already, uh, yep. Bought her hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Atta boy. No. Anyway. Uh, Black Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Two weeks, yep. Two weeks away from Friday. And this I, Friday. I, One week away from when the yes. podcast comes out, right? Yeah. It'll be it'll be next Friday from when this podcast comes out. And there's a lot of things to keep an eye out for. For instance, like uh, brushless, hairless vacuums, right? Uh, you know what oh. I kind of want to get? A vacuum? Well, kind of. You know, they make those like um, vacuum mop things that like yeah. they mop your floor, but they're like a vacuum. Yeah. With the sprinting. Yeah. I, I kind of want one of those. It's all fun and games until you're just so high in your vacuuming 
and you like don't even realize that you have the mop setting on. And you've been <laughs> you're going over the carpet, you've been mopping your carpet this whole time. <laughs> it's all fun and games until that happens. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I mean that that yeah. Anyway, so yes, I do kind of want a vacuum of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there, there's a lot of things I think to look out for this, uh, this, this Black Friday gauge. Okay. Um, one of them, and we're here at TBG to help you come up with the most important things to keep an eye out for the things that you probably did not think about. And you're like, damn, I should have bought that on Black Friday because, that happens to everyone, I think. And you're just like, damn, I knew I needed that. I screwed up. Why didn't I buy that? You can just come to the podcast. We'll help you out. Good things to keep an eye out for. Ours are going to be primarily tech-related, though. Pretty um, much. Yeah, I'm not going to... With the occasional with the occasional vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't... Yeah. Uh, I can't go and recommend to people, you know, buying new litter boxes, high-tech litter boxes for your cat. I don't know what your cat needs, what what he's yeah, like. No. Um, all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, some things to look out for on Black Friday. Here's my list, right? I've got gaming monitors, always a solid choice. They're starting to go down in price. Mine has gone, that I use here, love it, has gone significantly down in price. A lot of other ones are coming down in price. Another one, gaming mouses. Those are coming down in price a little bit. Good to keep an eye out for them. Whether you use um, a standard mouse, a maybe slightly better gaming mouse, there's one in particular, man, that I purchased last year sometime. I don't even remember, but I've absolutely loved this thing. We'll go over that in a little bit. Um, solid state drives, M.2 cards. That is going to be incredibly important to keep a very close eye on this Black Friday. And there's a good reason behind it. And we'll also go over that. So, And then lastly, this one is my favorite in which this is more so... So far, this has been a lot of like general stuff. I've got good reasons behind all of this, though. The biggest one, though, is the uh, Amazon Eros. Eros. The Wi-Fi ex extenders, right? These things, man. E E. -E how are those spelled? E R O S. E R O S. E R O S. E R O S. So we're starting with the Amazon products, mainly because not only do these always go on sale right around Black Friday, and they're generally the biggest deals that you can find on Amazon because they're all Amazon products. But the Amazon Euro, Euro, whatever you want, however you want to pronounce it. Right now, it's <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Right now, it's already twenty percent off. So for a bundle of three these things man can get expensive so even just three of these things it's two hundred dollars now what this thing does is if you have let's just say a uh like a two-story home right and maybe you have a basement and it just so happens to be that the router's in the basement so it doesn't really travel up to the second floor very well you can plug these guys in and take three of them put one on each level one in the basement one on the first floor one on the second floor or maybe even you have like an incredibly big backyard and you want to run one of these things literally out into the backyard somewhere. Dude, boom. Now when you're mowing the lawn, you've got easy Wi-Fi because you ran one of these things outside. 
So these things, dude, have been a game changer for me. My Wi-Fi does not work well throughout my house. And I put one of these things on every floor of my house. And now I've got like perfect Wi-Fi, whether I'm outside, upstairs, taking a dump on literally any toilet, taking a ghost dump on. <laughs> when you're, well, yeah, I was going to say when you're haunting the bathroom, <laughs> upstairs, downstairs, doesn't matter. Yeah, haunting your toilet. <laughs> this thing has helped me successfully have Wi-Fi wherever I'm at, right? So these things always go on sale. I love this products, man. It's been a huge game changer for me. So I personally highly recommend keeping an eye out for this thing. Um, another one on the lines of Amazon stuff and technology is the Echo Show. So this is like a little, how would you explain it, Gage? In a little iPad stand kind of combo kind of yeah it's it's like the google's version would be like the nest hub max or whatever yeah it's it's like a cheap tablet attached to a speaker yeah attached to like you can't an take the tablet off yeah no. yeah we're, we're right and that's the whole purpose of them is that uh yeah virtual assistant yeah so this thing can help display whether it's like you're cooking and you need i per, personally for me man i'm just I don't remember this kind of stuff. I'm stupid. I'm always looking up conversion ratio ratios for like ounces to cups and cups to teaspoons and teaspoons to whatever and blah blah blah. Milliliters to ounces. Yeah, and, I'm dumb. Yeah. I can't remember that kind of stuff for whatever reason. So I'm constantly looking it up on my phone. This thing will give you the answers because it's an Alexa. Or if you're looking for it to just like even show you a recipe, you can ask it and it'll show you. I think it's a great device. I have some coworkers that have these around their homes. They absolutely love them. I've seen them in action. I think they're really cool and really clean. I don't personally own one because I don't have a good spot for it. And so I just own Alexas, right? But that's about it. So these are already right now. If you went on the Amazon right now and bought one, they're 40, 46% off from 130 all the way down to 70 bucks. So I think it's a good buy already. Black Friday, it'll probably go on sale even more. So, um, nice. Yeah. 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 Um, my favorite out of the entire list, gaming monitors, always a solid buy, man, especially at this time of year. You want to know why gauge? Why? Cause new models are coming out. So they're just clearing out the old ones, clearing out the old stash, dude. That is exactly right. The gaming monitor that I have is the Dell S3-222HG curved 32-inch monitor. And this monitor, dude, I absolutely love. I can't believe that I even thought that I was a gamer before buying this monitor. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was... Pathetic. Pathetic. pathetic dude yeah i was i was shitting all over gamers and just being a disgrace by thinking that <laughs> i could call myself a true pc gamer without owning this thing this monitor i bought it last year for about like 300 and i don't know i think it was like four or it was maybe even the beginning it was the beginning of this year i don't even know what i'm talking about i literally bought this monitor back in like february have loved it ever since feels like i've had it forever already Bought it for like $320, $350. It's already on sale for 200 bucks, And there's a very good chance that it'll go on sale for even cheaper through Black Friday. Yeah, 
that'd be a good deal. Yeah. 200 bucks already for a really good curved gaming monitor that's 32 inches, man, is pretty damn good. And I can tell you that gaming on it, it with whether it's been city builders, first person shooters like Call of Duty, third person shoot shooters like Red Dead, um, been playing City Skylines, Diablo 4, everything, dude, looks great, feels great. The curve ratio is an 1800R, so it curves. It's a decent amount. It's. it's pretty tight yeah yeah it's not like a 1000 i think mine's 1800 too yeah which i think is good so i don't know yeah so like i know my sister's hers is 1000 which is like really tight like i mean it's cool and it but it like it surrounds you and like one of the weirdest things i've noticed is is like when you talk it echoes back a ton of uh, like you get a ton of reverb it's really weird yeah and i wouldn't want that the lower the r number the more the curve and now they make their str- they have some game monitors where you can adjust the curve yourself you know right you can yeah, have Corsair it has curved. that one where it goes yeah i don't know if i want that or not it's it seems really cool but i've got a feeling i would just like put it in one position and be like yeah, I like that curve and probably never touch right. it ever again. You know, I, I'd be I would be scared. I mean, because it's not cheap. I mean, that's got to be over a thousand dollars for a monitor like that. Yeah. And I'd be terrified of it breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> the know? screen parts on it, pulling a wire, anything. Yeah. So then we have the top tier gaming monitor gauge that has always just been leading the industry for the past several years now. But the Samsung Odyssey, this one in particular that I'm going to talk about, though, is the the Odyssey G5, not the G9. The G9 is the really, really big one that just is almost like unnecessarily big. Right. Um, I shouldn't say unnecessarily big. There's no such I thing mean, as unnecessarily big. Yeah, they got that. They have a cut that because they got that 57 inch one, which is like because mine's 49. Yeah. So, like, I could probably fit it on my desk. No. <laughs> if I were to measure from this monitor down here to this monitor up over here, man, I probably have combined some ridiculous, like, 50-something, I'm I'm guessing. I've never probably. measured. But I've, I have a 32 with 224s vertically, side, uh, next, side by side next to the 32-inch, right? Then I have another 32 inch or 24 inch above the 32 above inch. Above it. Yeah. So yeah. I probably combined, man, have some. Re- it's, I don't know. I've never bothered. I don't care. All I know is that I wanted like this ridiculous amount of like four monitors. I have it and I love it. It's beautiful. So, but the Odyssey. <laughs> no, no regrets. No regrets. So <laughs> the, the Samsung G5, though, it's a 34 inch ultra wide. This has the 1,000R curve, which I think is it's beautiful. I think it's a great curve. It's also preference, man, is what a lot of people break it down to. But this thing is 165 hertz with one millisecond response with uh, FreeSync Premium also. Monitor original pricing $550, down to $428 right now on Amazon. And again, these things always go on a huge discount through Black Fridays. Don't know if this one will, but the way that it's dropping in price right now, 
I've got a feeling it'll probably continue to drop. So keep a uh, keep a very close eye out for this thing um, if you're looking for curved monitors too, primarily. Um, all right, last two things: gaming monitor, or I mean, sorry, gaming mouse, um, Logitech G502 gaming mouse. This gaming mouse, dude, I have been absolutely obsessed with. It's not some crazy, like, uh, RPG kind of mouse where you need, or the MMOs where you need, like, 12 buttons on the side for different right. actions and everything else. Like, it's a simple mouse. It looks clean. Wait. What? A oh, this one's not the one I wanted to grab, but, oh. yeah, I always used to have the ones with all the buttons for... MMOs. Age of Empires. Because you can oh. group, you know, army units together and then you can just tap one of those buttons and select them. So yeah. I love these. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, this does have its two buttons on the side here, your usual top two. This guy that helps lock the wheel. This is surprisingly, man, one of my favorite features of the mouse for whatever reason. Click this little button right here will either lock it or unlock it, so it either spins forever or click it where then it's just single clicks. And right. then... Where you can just free scroll and go, whee! Yeah. And just go yep. rampage on it. And then the bottom you can take off and you can adjust the weight of the mouse and take all these weights out or add weights in there to adjust all of it. If you like a heavier mouse, a lighter weight one, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, and this mouse... It seems to be going on discount more and more these days because the same discount that I bought it for still seems to be standing. Um, this mouse usually goes for 150 bucks and it's going for $90 right now, so 40% off. And, again, Black Friday is com coming around the corner. This is a great gaming mouse, at least personally, with just a few unique features to it. Keep a close eye out for it. Nice. Last thing that I have for you, Gage, and this one is the Mac Daddy of them all. You got to keep an eye out for this. Engage, we talked about this. M.2 solid state drives. Oh, yeah. You wanted to upgrade your computer and buy more solid state drives, correct? Yeah. I want, yeah, either M.2s or just standard two and a halfs, either ones. Okay. Now, let me tell you why this is super important. Out of all the things, and obviously, like, this is probably the one that you want to keep the, the closest eye on for um, one really good reason. So first thing is because solid state drives are just getting faster and faster these days, and they're starting to integrate them into other parts of the computer. One thing, for instance, they're starting to test putting solid state drives gauge into graphics cards as a combo deal. Right? I saw that. Pretty crazy. And as that happens... Gage, the price of solid-state drives is going to go up as they start to combine these two things, right? Samsung, or call it NVIDIA, is going to be buying solid-state drives from Samsung, marking up that material because of shipping and installation, and they have to now warrant the solid-state drive that was built by someone else. They have to then adapt that into a graphics card uh, cooling system with the fan and built in there and all this kind of stuff and warrant all of that. So the price of these things is going to go up. For that, one of those, that's being one of the reasons. The second reason why it's going to go up in price 
is because Samsung even came out with a statement literally last month stating that they are purposely going to start raising the price of solid-state drives to hold a better market on their product, knowing that their Evo series on M2s is far superior compared to other manufacturers. And whether or not this actually has an effect on the market, don't know. They could probably try it, and then people will just stop buying them as much because other manufacturers will just still build the same stuff at a decent price. But nonetheless, if they're raising prices, now's a great time to buy into these things because they still are releasing them at incredible prices. And they're pretty much almost as low as I've seen them in a really long time, personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I know uh, Samsung went through some stuff this year with their solid state drives and in particular their M.2s where I don't remember what was going on with them, but people were not happy with them. So I think there's part of that is playing into it. Um, yep. I don't to be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was. It was, you know, something that pops up on on your Google News feed and then you're just like, oh, and then you never click on it, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so. For those of you that don't know about these M2 drives yet, maybe you're a console player, maybe you're just getting into PC building or and whatever even, it is. Even a console, the PlayStation 5, you can just swap it out really easy. You can swap it out really easy, man. These M2 drives are stupidly fast. It Like, incredibly fast, right? So just to a um, few numbers to compare these things to. Old hard disk drives that we used to have, you know, you'd hear the disk spinning and yeah, hear it going. crackling's not the right word, but like, you know, that classic noise when you yeah. boot up the old family PC to play a little roller coaster Porn. tycoon and you hear that Porn thing up. just clicking away in there. Yeah, yeah. Those things had a read write speed of somewhere around, we're just going to spit out the numbers here, but 80 to 120, right? They were like, yeah, you know, whatever. They were state of the art back in the day. Obviously, technology evolves, yeah, but an old fifty four hundred RPM. Yep. Yeah, hard drive. Um, then they came out with old um, SSDs, but in um, like a I don't know, it, almost in the same form of like a, a hard disk drive, right? where it would still go into its little bay. It wasn't, you'd have to connect it with a SATA cord. It wasn't right. directly plugged you into were the still limit. You were limited by SATA, SATA 3 speeds. Yeah. Those would get up to, on average, around 3,600 compared to the hard drives that were 80. So we're already talking about an insane increase, insane increase in speed. Now, though, the Gen 5 M.2 solid-state drives... These go all the way up to 12 fucking thousand in read-write speed band, which is absurd. The problem with them, though, right now, and the reason why they're going to start increasing pricing is because they have to evolve the technology because they're having issues with these things, but they're having overheating issues because they're literally too damn fast, and they don't have their own cooling systems. And they're hoping that the people that are installing these things know about that issue and already have like me um 10 fans to yeah keep the air moving yeah and and you see it it's in the like basement. you know all all the time these newer m.2s especially the pcie gen 4s and 5s they come with heat sinks now or yep. like mine i don't even i'm still rocking pcie gen 3 speeds 
my motherboard has a built-in you know heat spreader for it you know but even still it's like they get hot you know and that's everything now every new component is just like oh yeah they get hot yeah yeah well it gets hot oh well you know it gets hot Uh, yeah (laughs) and that's what happens when we keep trying to cram more and more shit into just you know smaller and smaller things these tiny little spaces and so and that's going to continue but nonetheless though the prices of M2s, according to Samsung, they're going to start going up. They've been going down for a long time, and they're thinking that these things are going to start going up. And as it stands right now, on Amazon, you can buy M.2 cards, Gen 4, which those go about read-write speed on average right around like 6000 So still twice as much as your solid, the old solid-state drive designs. Um, it's not Gen 5 quite yet. You need a very specific motherboard for Gen 5, but this is a great sweet spot. You can buy a 2 terabyte uh, Gen 4 M.2 internal SSD for right around 120 bucks for 2 terabytes, man. It's actually really good. I think. Yeah, it- and it's. You think about how much storage that is. I mean, obviously, we're, we'd fill that up, but like. Yeah. Yeah, even even if 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 your games if you're buying it for game storage or something, and your average game is a hundred gigabytes, which is a big game file, you know, that's still twenty games on there you could fit. Still twenty. Like, that's games, huge, dude. right? Yeah. For a hundred and twenty bucks. And there's not there's not a whole lot of games these days that I can think of off the top of my head, man, that really break like even one twenty gigabytes, you know, in storage. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think that's like about like what Diablo was, right? I know we talk about that from time to time. Yeah, I think. Do you know how big the game file was for Skylines? Uh, I want to say it was right around like 80 or 90, I think. I want to say. I could be wrong on that, but I was. uh, I mean, obviously, they're going to continue to get bigger. You know, because like you remember back in the day when like 50 GTA 5 came out on. See, that's not that bad. That's like what GTA 5 was on PC when it came out was like 50. Yeah, it was like, God damn, 50. And now it's just sort of like, wow, that's not bad. They crammed (laughs) it all in. (laughs) It's incredible, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to get bigger until we hit that point where we're having one terabyte games. Yeah, yeah, and and then we're going to need some really crazy fast uh solid state drives. So, in that that's just where though going back to this whole thing, man. If you have, I mean, for instance, here's a 1 terabyte Gen 4 M.2. Um it's not I don't want to call it an off-band, but, you know, crucial. Not uh it's not a Samsung yeah, or that's a, a Western that's Digital. That's still top tier. Still top tier. This is a one terabyte Gen 4 with a read write speed of 6,600 megabytes per second. 53 bucks. That's outstanding. And and that would be plenty for anything. You know, I wouldn't use that necessarily as a boot drive, but for game storage, for any of that stuff, that's incredible. Yeah. 50 bucks to store all of your YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. M2 cards, that's my biggest thing this year for Black Friday. Keep a close eye out for them. If you can snag yourself a two terabyte, and I would shoot for, if it were me, and be sure to look this stuff up if if you're taking that 
that part seriously. Look up your motherboard. See what you can handle, whether you can handle Gen 3s, Gen 4s, Gen 5s, all that kind of stuff. That's really important to pay attention to. If you go and buy a Gen 5, it ain't going to work unless you have a brand new motherboard. Um, but I would recommend try to stay in that 5,000 plus range if you can. Like this one that's Gen 4 6600, that's pretty damn good. Especially for 50 bucks and one terabyte. If you're just looking for a little bump, man, 50 bucks, that's a great price, man. And there's a chance that on Black Friday, that'll probably come down even more. If this thing drops to like 30 bucks, man, I may go and buy a couple myself and just throw them yeah. in and ditch the old hard drives and transfer all my data over, you know? Yeah. So. And, you know, one of those things, too, is if you're just looking for game storage or something where it's not necessarily critical files to your computer or windows or something like that it's not pictures you're scared to lose or something like that like right even look into micro center's brand which is um inland that's that's what i use for my game storage like they'll have great deals on black friday they don't have all that stuff out yet um look there because then you you might be able to even get a little more yeah. storage it depends what you're looking for if you're looking for read write speeds or if you're just looking for overall storage you can get a great deal from Micro Center on their in-store brand. You don't necessarily have to go with a Samsung or something like that. It's just maybe not quite as reliable. You know, if right. you're using it for, like, important documents, I wouldn't necessarily do it for that. No. I wouldn't use it as a boot drive. But for, like, game storage, sure. You know? Here's a, uh, here's a solid-state drive that you can buy, an M2 card. That has four terabytes of data. It's compatible with PlayStation 5s, which makes it very appealing. Has a uh, read-write speed of 7,200 megabytes per second, which is fast. That is really fast. Crazy. Right. And this is discounted from $350 all the way down to $240, so $100 off. And could go yeah. down even further. That's an amazing price, man. So, that's what I had, Gage. Nice. Well, you yeah. you stole the uh, Samsungs from me and the the the, the M dot twos and that kind of stuff because that's what I'm looking for. And and I will say this: it kind of sucks. You know, like I said, I'm still stuck on PCIe Gen three. Those deals aren't as good because it's not like it's not modern it's not the newest thing anymore so they don't do the quite as good of deals and that's what i want i want like a big four terabyte and there's no good deals on that but no. i was also looking at monitors the uh the version of my monitor that my sister has that's 1440p and 240 hertz it's going to be on sale for around a thousand dollars instead of eighteen hundred dollars so oh, if nice. you're looking for that huge ultra wide that's 1440p you know, it's not the OLED. It's just, you know, a standard backlit LED, but it's it's a great monitor. Like, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing. Um, I mean, really, you kind of covered the other ones, too. There's some pretty decent deals now on last generation graphics cards. So if you're rocking still back in like the 1060 days or something like that, you can now get a 3060 for about 250 bucks. There'll probably be better deals at Micro Center leading up to it. Like if you could score something like that for like two hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, and you're going coming from a ten series to a thirty series, that'd be a huge upgrade. Huge, you know, jump, assuming dude. you're not getting 
just bottlenecked by your CPU. Yeah. Um, that was another one I saw. Obviously, the 40 series, there's some sales. You might save 50 bucks, but yeah. <laughs> is it really worth it? I don't know. Probably not. It's probably not, and it's probably just better to wait for the next gen to come out next year. Um, there's already all the talk that, you know, for NVIDIA, their 500 series will come out next year. So I would say if if you're going to upgrade, and to your point, Gage, if you're going to upgrade because you really need it, shoot for that 30 series or the 300, whatever it is. If you were thinking of going all the way to the to a 4070 or whatever, might be worth just hanging out for a little bit longer and just jump to the the new like a 5060 ti when those come out next year sometime you know probably summer to fall time something like that yeah yeah Yeah, totally so that was pretty much all i had unless you're looking for vacuums or something like that then i might have a couple more things for you (laughs) but you know it's, it's so funny anytime you just like if you go to best buy or amazon or any of those places like they're just like black friday deals now and it's like it's not as fun as it used to be no No, now they just uh, they release all their Black Friday deals, man, super early. And that's why I was even able to look all this stuff up, because they already <laughs> released all the pricing. Right. And we're recording 10 days before Black Friday, and we can, <laughs> we can go see the deals already. We can already find them, man. And I think that they're going to get better. That's the best part. And then, don't forget, Cyber Monday happens literally three days later. So, with right. these deals, they're great on Black Friday, Sometimes they're even better on Cyber Monday, so just keep that in mind. If you're hemming and hawing, you could always wait just a couple more days, see if it drops a little bit more. If not, better luck next year, you know? Yeah. Or just tell a family member to buy it for you for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there, you know, I, I would, I'd love giving, like, family members, like, Christmas is me, like, look, this is going to be on sale these days, so you can save the money and buy me more stuff. Look, Ma, you can buy me a Samsung Odyssey G9 for $300 off, and now it's only $800. Look how good of a son I am. Perfect. (laughs) It'll look great under the tree. (laughs) Uh, And my mom would be like, here's your socks. Yeah. And your new pair of snow boots that you asked for. And one scratch ticket. Right. Yep. Uh, too funny. She is texting me. Still about the uh, Elvis thing, about huh? About the jungle room. There we go. I knew she'd and bring it back. And apparently, <clears throat> I don't know where she got this. Um, saw the ghost of Elvis. I don't know what this is. I don't know what song this is. Oh, it's Walking in Memphis. Mem it, it it in that you know that annoying song walking in memphis yep it references the jungle room and it even says in the song saw the ghost of elvis there you go interesting so maybe they do so, exist and they're taking dumps I, in I'm, your toilets i'm gonna go downstairs when we're done here and i better see elvis down there because elvis came to denver a lot he went to i think the brown palace and he got a sandwich there all the time he oh, would really? fly here just to get a sandwich. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. It's pretty oh. interesting. 
Interesting. Elvis had a... Uh, Ham or turkey? I think... It, I don't know what I was. Hold on. Now you're going to try and find it. Elvis had his own plane. He had a Convair 880, I think. It was pretty dope. I believe it. Elvis Sandwich Denver. Elvis Presley ate a sandwich made of a jar of... Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, a jar's worth of blueberry jam, a jar's worth of peanut butter, and an entire pound of bacon. Ah, uh, what? Yeah. Gross. I guess so. It's called the Fool's Gold Loaf. Sounds uh, disgusting. It, used to, it was at a restaurant called the Colorado Mine Company, which is no longer around. Sounds disgusting, to be honest with you. I mean... It just looks like it would stick to your mouth. Yeah. And like, a, it's literally a loaf of French bread. Ooh. A pound of bacon, dude, just sounds painful. Uh, it was roughly 8,000 calories. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> painful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here, here you go. Um, Fill him up for two days. At the time of Elvis Presley's last visit, it cost forty nine ninety five. Again, this was in the 70s, which is equivalent to $257 today. I I don't I don't get it. So, I mean, I guess when you have that much money, what's 250 bucks? Right? Yeah, you definitely don't care at that point in time, but um still, I, I even if you have all the money in the world, that means that you all of a sudden eat 8,000 calorie sandwiches like I wouldn't <laughs> Even if I was rich, I would just go buy. You could eat. You could eat that for four days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <dude>. Literally, <laughs> that's in, that's insane. Uh... Okay, hold on a minute. <clears throat> the sandwich's connection to the singer Elvis Presley is the source of its legend and prolonged interest. Uh, according to the life and cuisine of Elvis Presley, Presley and his friends took his private jet from Graceland, purchased 22 of the sandwiches and spent two hours eating them and drinking Perrier and champagne before flying home. Could you imagine? 22 of those sandwiches. Could you imagine what the toilet on that airplane smelt like on the flight home? I can't even imagine. <laughs> Uh, not so sad about your toilet anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, maybe that's why it's cursed down there. Maybe this is the place they came and stopped by. Yeah, maybe. That's very true. It could have been. You never know. Well, except for the fact that your building was probably built in like the 2000s and or 90s and that it happened. It was built in 1985 and this was in the 70s. The so. 70s. Yeah. so unless he was I'm just going to go grounds. ahead and... and my toilet is haunted by Elvis, and that's just what it is. <laughs> All right. I won't take that that's from you. Th <laughs> I won't take it from you. That's what I'm telling anybody that comes over here. Yeah, I won't take it from you. Just be in there peeing, and you'll hear like, uh -huh. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh -huh. oh shit. Uh. All right. Next episode, Gage. We yes. will be covering oh. 2024... We'll do our usual updates, probably some random things you can buy for a ridiculous amount of money, similar to the Elvis turd for $1.2 million, or the toilet <laughs> that Taylor Swift bought for 2.7. Um, Travis Kelsey uses it every day. Every day, dude. Yep, every day. 
after eating a pound of bacon. And right next episode, though, we're going to go over as much details as we can find on um, upcoming 2024 video games that we're excited about because they're already starting to come out with the list. We love doing this list every year. It's been a hit for us since in in doing this episode day one day one we've loved this this topic that was a that was a day number one episode that we recorded yeah and we still we've done it every year and i love it so we're gonna go over 2024 video games that we're excited about that we know are coming out and we're gonna go over tech conferences that will be coming out in 2024 and seeing if we can find some locked in dates in what has already been canceled and all that kind of stuff because <laughs> it just seems to be that tech conferences are falling off the face of the earth in the past couple Pretty of much. years. So, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. We will go over that next time. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later.